Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Aaron Rodgers chooses the Jets. Let's talk about it on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard. And the news we've been waiting for really since the end of last season and frankly since the Packers drafted Jordan Love back in 2021 has finally happened. Aaron Rodgers will not be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers next season. He announced today on Wednesday that he is going to or he intends to play for the Jets. There are still some hurdles. Uh, the Jets and Packers primarily have to agree on trade compensation. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to want another contract extension along with this. But as far as we know, as things stand, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets next season. He'll be joined by at least one former Packers teammate, and Alan Lazard, who has agreed to join the Jets as well. Potentially Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis, if you believe some of the reports out there. Dave. It's obviously an upgrade from the Zach Wilson, Mike White, Joe Flacco, uh, Chris Streveler era of New York Jets football. I forgot about Streveler. Yeah, yeah, he started a game. Uh, How big of an upgrade is a 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers at this point? I think it's a pretty big upgrade. I'm not going to go as far as to say that Aaron Rodgers is as good as he ever was, but last year he played with a busted thumb, Mm -hmm. bad ribs, Really wasn't his best year. The first half of the year, he had nothing at wide receiver outside of Alan Lazard. And then the second half of the year, he uncovered Christian Watson. Wait till he uncovers Garrett Wilson. Although Garrett Wilson's already been uncovered. And when he plays, he's uncovered a lot, if you catch my drift. And the point that I'd like to make on Garrett Wilson real quick, without Zach Wilson last year, he was averaging 17-plus PPR points per game. I think he can get there with Aaron Rodgers. That's a number one fantasy receiver for me. And I think Rodgers will be fine. He's going to run an offense that he's familiar with. He made it clear uh, when he talked about this on the Pat McAfee show that he loves Nathaniel Hackett, wants Nathaniel Hackett to be his play caller, uh, completely trusts Nathaniel Hackett. So I think it's going to be an easy fit in New York. And I'm sure that Robert Sala, who's a defensive savant, is going to say, all right, Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers, you just take care of the offense. Don't go overboard with it, but don't. You know, don't become the Chargers, for example, and throw 66% of the time, but go ahead and do your thing. And, you know, they will lean into throwing the football more, uh, especially while Brees Hall is trying to get right at running back. I, I think that there's potential for Aaron Rodgers to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback. I love the group that he's throwing to. I actually like the offensive line that the Jets have. And I know it's a tough defense that the Jets have, which might limit some pass attempts. There could be some games where he will be limited, but there's also going to be a lot of games that are going to be shootouts. Those games against the Bills and the Dolphins, for example, should be shootouts where Aaron Rodgers has 300-yard, three-touchdown potential, and here's hoping he stays healthy because if he's healthy and his hand feels good, then his accuracy will probably be a lot better than where it was last year. Yeah, veteran QB joining forces after winning a Super Bowl on his second team with Nathaniel Hackett. What could go wrong, right? (laughs) Sure. Uh, 
no, but I there, think there, it's going there's to be a little a bit of better. a difference there. I think when Hackett went to Denver, I think Denver was thinking that they might be able to shake Rogers free from the Packers then. Mm-hmm. And then there, there was clearly a disconnect between Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. And look, Nathaniel Hackett wouldn't be the first good offensive coordinator to be overmatched as a head coach. Las Vegas has one of those, in my opinion. But yeah, like you mentioned with Aaron Rodgers, the uh, accuracy issue. 2021, he was third in the league in completion percentage over expectations at 3.3%. Last season, negative 1.6%. So yeah. actually completed fewer than expected based on you know where the receiver was, how far the throw was, all the factors that go into that. So yeah, I mean, he wasn't very good. I think not having Devontae Adams played a big part in the fact that Aaron Rodgers, I mean, really posted like some of the worst numbers of his career, career low passer rating, career low QBR, second lowest yards per attempt, third lowest touchdown percentage. Playing with that broken thumb, not having Devontae Adams, having a lot of uncertainty and unfamiliarity with his receiving core. Aaron Rodgers, the thing with him is more than most quarterbacks, I feel like he has to have trust in his wide receivers. He's he's a really demonstrative player out on the field and like, yep. He when he doesn't trust his receivers, you can tell that it affects his play. So, you know, there's going to be a question about how quickly he can get on the same page with Garrett Wilson and and Alton, uh, Elijah Moore as well. Do you think? You know, I'm. I think it's fair to put Garrett Wilson in your top twelve wide receivers for 2023. What about Elijah Moore? He's kind of the wild card after you know it looked like he was a sure thing a year ago, and then a really tough season where he had trouble even getting on the field at times. Mm-hmm. I think you should ask me after the trade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't know at, at this point what's going to to the Packers along, you know, what's going to the Jets mm-hmm. along with Aaron Rodgers, potentially who else the Jets are going to sign. There are talks that they are interested in Odell Beckham. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said he would love to play with Odell Beckham on the Pat McAfee show today, but obviously we don't know what that's going to look like. So there are still questions. We got the big question answered now. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. We don't know what the smaller questions are, but I do want to, before we move on, just get your thoughts on what the the Packers offense with Jordan Love at quarterback is going to look like. We know, you know, Aaron Jones restructured his contract. He's back. Uh, A.J. Dillon's still there. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. I'm sure they're going to make another addition, but how do things stand right now for the Packers? I, I think that Jordan Love can be serviceable for them. I don't think they're going to I think they're going to put him in the offense that they've really wanted to run now for the past year or two mm-hmm. and they just couldn't do it. Like the the design of the offense that they had in mind when they drafted Jordan Love which is RPO spread, obviously some West Coast principles on top of that. Uh, I'm going to dig into that a little bit more Chris and I'll, I'll I remember doing a dive on Jordan Love when he was a prospect. So, you know, maybe what I can do is take that information Mm-hmm. Pair with what we've seen from Jordan Love and his limited snaps. I think he's he's throwing, he hasn't even thrown 100 passes yet. Yeah, it's like 82 at the NFL level. 82, not a lot. So well, we can judge him on those passes, although I, I would imagine a lot of them were in garbage time, save for the one game against Kansas City last or two seasons ago now, um, when, when he had to start in place of Aaron Rodgers. Look, I, I, I think that it's an obvious downgrade for all the pass catchers that'll be in Green Bay. But I don't think it's going to be so terrible that they're that Christian Watson, for example, will be totally unusable in fantasy. I've got him as a high end number three receiver, and I've got Jordan Love right around twentieth among quarterbacks. Somebody that you're going to take the chance on in a two QB league. 
Yeah, I think two QB leagues, you can view him as a possible starter. And if you want oh, yeah. to take a flyer on Jordan Love in a one QB league, just in case there's some you know upside that he can tap into, I think that makes sense with one of your last picks. Before we go, I do want to ask specifically, would you rather have Christian Watson or DJ Moore, who was recently traded to the Chicago Bears? Now that we know that it's Jordan Love, uh, I think I'm going to land on... DJ Moore, but it's going to be really close between those two. I've struggled with DJ Moore, to be honest with you. I haven't really talked about this. Yeah. How many receivers can we stack ahead of them and feel good about it? You know, so I I think there's kind of a a glob of like, like we talk about like, well, he's a wide receiver three. I kind of feel like there might be 20 wide receiver twos (laughs) at this point. And like, I know the math doesn't add up. There should only be 12, but like, there's, there's, you know, there's not a lot differentiating a lot of like 15 to 35 ranked wide receivers at this point. It's upside. It's, you know, some guys better in certain formats, but there's a lot of similarities between a lot of those groups. That's why I think DJ Watson versus or DJ Moore versus Christian Watson is an interesting one because right. I think Watson viewed as having a lot of upside. DJ Moore probably has a lot of upside, but both have stuff working against them. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see where those guys get drafted, I think it's going to be really interesting to see. Wouldn't you, just, wouldn't you just lean toward who you think is going to get more targets? Which I think would be more, but I'm not sure. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep, that's yep. why I have more out of Watson. It's going to be really interesting. I, I think we're you know going to have to do another one of these podcasts once we actually know what the Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets looks like. Assuming that nothing unexpected happens and this actually does go through, which is the assumption that I think we're all making right now, but... Still some moving pieces here, even though Aaron Rodgers has announced he will be joining the New York Jets or that he intends to play for the New York Jets, as he put it. So lots still up in the air, and that's going to do it for this episode of FFT and 5. We'll have more on the rest of the free agency class in the coming days as the moves continue to come in. We'll see you then. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.